Welcome to the Antioch Initiative Podcast, a podcast focused on the unreached of the world and topics related to seeing the unreached discipled in Christ's kingdom. In this episode, Don McCurry is being interviewed by your host, Nick Robertson. Don McCurry is one of the most respected authorities on Islam and how Muslims can be reached for Christ. In this talk, he's giving insight on how to share with our Muslim neighbors. Brother McCurry, it's an honor to sit with you this afternoon. I so appreciate your expertise, your experience, and your heart for Muslims, and really, we really appreciate you being a part of the conference here. I'm wondering if you could share again the principles you gave this afternoon in your message. You were talking about you were in Calcutta and how that Henry Martin had some principles that were really helpful to you in reaching out to Muslims. Yes, uh, in my uh, preparation for working with Muslims, I read the story of Henry Martin who died as, as a young man, on a, he was sick on his way home for healing, and he didn't make it. But when he was, first of all, in Calcutta area in old India, he debated with Muslims, and they, his friends, like William Carey, said, Henry, don't debate with him. You're causing an uproar in the city of Calcutta among the Muslims. Uh, try another approach. And Henry Martin was very sensitive and thoughtful, and he developed uh, this this, uh, list of principles that I think have stuck with me ever since, and I share it now with you. Number one, be a friend to your Muslim neighbor. Number two, Minister to human needs uh, if you find it in that Muslim friend or his family and pray for them. Number three, appreciate the best things that are in their culture that don't, don't compromise you, but they're admirable because the Bible teaches to think on those good things. Number four, uh, avoid uh, controversy and always keep your conversation Christ-centered. Number five, when possible, introduce the Word of God into the the discussion and use the Word of God uh, tactfully uh, when it it fits the situation. And number number, uh, the next uh, point is that trust the Holy Spirit to not only give you insight and discernment and the words uh, to, uh, to choose and to share, but trust the Holy Spirit to be working in the heart of your Muslim friend. I have never found anything better than that. Wow. And it's old. I shared that in Calcutta 175 years after uh, Henry Martin wrote those words right. uh, when he was a missionary right. in Hawa, the, uh, the suburb of Calcutta. And God used him in his short life there to lead two leading Muslims to Jesus. Wow. And then he was on his way home because he was terribly sick and he died on the way home. But he translated the, the New Testament into Urdu my language, the language of Muslims of Pakistan and India in those days. So, dear friends, whoever is listening to this, ponder these 
principles because they're universal, they're uh, good for the ages, they're good for today. And may God bless you as you pray uh, for Muslim friends and ask God to give you friends and practice these principles of love uh, and, of, of course, of introducing Jesus and uh, using the Word of God there. And can I ask one more thing here uh, regarding your new book? You just uh, you just finished writing a book, um, and it's I think the digital copy has been released, but not the print version is coming out soon. But could you tell us a little bit about the book and just wherever you'd like to share about that? Yes. Uh, the book that God laid on my heart is called The Trail of Blood from Adam to the Throne. And the reason uh, that it was laid on my heart God showed me when I was reading the Quran, uh, there are 21 Bible characters mentioned by name in the Quran, and in every story except one, they have eliminated all references to sacrifice and blood and atonement. Wow. The only exception is the story in uh, chapter 37, verse 107 of the Quran, where uh, Abraham is attempting to offer his son as a sacrifice, and God stops him and says, I have redeemed him with a mighty sacrifice. Now, the Muslims have appropriated that today to prove that Abraham and his son Ishmael were obedient to God, and that's admirable. Right. Right. But they missed the whole the whole point. That was an example of the first mighty man of faith, Abraham, to be, to be willing to offer his son to God because it was a prototype, a test that he passed because they were w willing, but it was a prototype of God our Father offering his own son successfully. Right as a sacrifice, as the Lamb of God who would take away the sin of the world and conquer Satan, the accuser, and conquer death and rise again. So the book is a wooing book for Muslims wow. and Christians who work with Muslims. And the point is this. We don't debate, debate, or we don't shame the Muslims. We don't dwell on the difference between the, the Quranic stories of Adam and Eve and Cain and Abel and Noah and Abraham and Moses and David and Solomon and Zechariah and John the Baptist and Jesus. We, we don't debate that. We gently uh, invite our Muslim friend to, lead, to read the ancient stories in the real Bible. Right. Uh, and we have to explain what the Bible is to the Muslims. We have to list the Arabic names for these Bible characters and give them the English equivalent. We have to find a dozen uh, references in the Quran that says the Quran came to confirm, confirm the ancient scriptures. We have to defend the integrity of the scripture so that people will read it and trust it. And then we talk about the role of Satan from Genesis 
3 to Revelation 20 because all missions is against the background of the activity of Satan. Then we talk about sacrifice and the words in Arabic and in, in, in Hebrew and Greek. And we talk about blood and the role of blood and the role of God's redemptive activity in washing sinners clean by that precious blood of the mighty Lord Jesus. So we go story by story in the trail of blood wow. and show how starting with Adam, God uh, covered their shame with the skins of animals by sacrificing animals, shedding blood, and that Abel, their second son, learned the lesson and brought uh, the fat of lambs and a sacrifice to God. And then specifically, God instructed Noah uh, after the flood to offer some of those clean animals and birds for a burnt offering. And when the Lord smelled the aroma of it, he was pleased because this uh, was pointing to the whole plan of God that, that is uh, outlined in the book, uh, the last book of the Bible. It says, that the, the, that the Lamb of God was sacrificed from the foundation of the world. And then in those beautiful scenes where the harvest is complete and people are there from every tongue, tribe, and people and nation, there in the middle of the throne was the Lamb, as it were, slain. Uh, those are the two pegs in God's great plan. And then everything in between is a step further along the, 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 uh, the process that leads to Jesus wow. and who died on the cross. And before he died, he transformed the Passover story from Genesis 20, uh, 20 Genesis 12 and 20, uh, about uh, putting blood over the doorframe and the lintel and the the destroying angel passed over those who displayed the blood. Uh, Jesus reinterpreted th th that to what we now call the Lord's Prayer, prayer the Lord's Supper. And he took the, the cup at that supper and said, this is the blood of the new covenant. God's covenant with the human race, mm -hmm. if they will believe. Yeah. And... Uh, he, uh, Jesus is called the last Adam. The first Adam was of the dust and failed. The last Adam is from heaven and he succeeded. Right. And God is creating a new humanity through this. And the Lord's Supper celebrates this with uh, the eating of the blood, uh, uh, drinking of the blood symbolically with the, the wine and the eating of unleavened bread representing Jesus' flesh. These are metaphors, but they teach us that Jesus becomes part of us. We digest him. We drink him. In fact, Jesus said, Abide in me, and I in you. Uh, then you will bear much fruit. And so he is our food and drink uh, in a, a figure of speech that becomes the life in us uh, that leads to fruitful ministry for everyone who believes. So 
the book uh, uh, leads gently our Muslim friend through these stories of the Bible. It's a short book. It's only 175 pages. Uh, but um, it, it ends with the, the victory of the Lamb. Right. And in the book of Revelation, the Lamb of God is mentioned 26 times. Uh, very significant of what Jesus, as the sacrificial Lamb, w- meant to his loving Father and how he raised him from the dead in, in, in the unmistakable, irreversible victory over sin and death and Satan and I guaranteed to every believer eternal life. Wonderful. Thank you so much. We just, I, we're looking forward to reading the book. Uh, and, uh, and so I appreciate you sharing about it and giving us a good synopsis. So, You're welcome. Thank you so much for your time and willingness to share with us. Uh, it's a joy. And uh, all of may, I, may God bless all the people who listen to this.